Son of a bitch. Hey, hi, hello, how are you, and welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I'm your host, Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And I'm James. And Kat, what's this podcast all about? So, Jacob, each week um, we take it in turns to pick a movie off a list of 101 movies you should see before you die, and we're down to the last three, so woo! Um, yeah. Wow. And so the last for the last three, you can probably guess by the title of this episode, we're doing the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, yeah, and so Nick is reporting on the first movie. So take it away, Nick. I am, and I've got to say good on us for resisting doing this till the very end, because I know we were struggling for a couple of weeks with everything being pre-1960, <laughs> but we've done well. Yeah. Um, before I get into this is just the two thousand, for getting through all that, yes, this is our reward. Uh, before we get into Batman Begins, though, I did want to start this off a bit differently because obviously everyone <gasps> has seen everyone has seen Batman Begins. I want to talk a bit about the movies we almost got in a pre, sorry, post uh, Batman and Robin world because originally, okay. originally they were going to move forward with. Um, the Burton verse. So I've got three movies that almost happen before they decide to reboot and go in a different direction entirely. Huh? Uh, the first one that was written uh, with the title Batman Unchained. It was going to have Clooney return uh, with the villains being Scarecrow, played by Nicolas Cage, and, <laughs> and Harley Quinn. Uh, I've read conflicting things, uh, either played by Courtney Love or Madonna. Oh, and in this wow. and, and in this version, she would have been the Joker's daughter and not his girlfriend, oh. looking for revenge after uh, his uh, after her father uh, fell off a ladder and got splattered. So this would have made all That's the all the all the Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher Batman's like. Tied together completely, like yep. Un- that would have been kind of cool. Canon. Yeah, it it could have been. I, I <laughs> but I, Madonna it, is Harley Quinn. I'm not a fan. Yeah, of. I'm not sold on that. But like, I thought Nicolas Cage could have pulled that off. I Nicolas guess Nicolas Cage was big in the mid noughties so I he feel was. like he, he, he was. W- yeah, but this he was um, national treasure and about. Yeah, but also this would have. Uh, I don't know, supposedly, probably true at the time, this would have included the, quote, most expensive sequence ever written because it would have involved a scarecrow a scarecrow uh, fever dream sequence of Batman being confronted by all the former villains. So, like, the Joker, oh. Penguin, Two-Face, oh, all gosh. returning, like, all cast members returning. Yeah, and apparently that that would have made the that most, would be expensive. The most expensive because yeah. Jack Nicholson cost like eighty million for the Joker at the time, or something <laughs> for one crazy. Scene. <laughs> but I obviously, haven't even seen any of the old Batman? Please don't kill me. Yeah, I have, no, <laughs> I haven't either. So. No, I've only seen. I've seen Batman and Robin, and um, I saw. I rewatched Batman '89 like a couple of years ago, and it's not. Great. It's not great. It's not great. It's really like, not great. I don't know. I, I didn't even finish it. That's just. I just wasn't into it. I was just like, ah, oh, this isn't. This isn't how I remember. But 
yeah, I know. Well, I'm glad that we got a reboot then. Yeah, and we're also getting Michael Keaton again, so I'll probably rewatch it. But anyway, that was canned, and uh, another screenplay was written called Batman Dark Knight. This is another Clooney one with hey, uh, Chris O'Donnell's that title. Sounds familiar. It does sound familiar, <laughs> and we'll get to that. But uh, this would, would have been Clooney again with uh, Chris O'Donnell's Robin going off to college, uh, kind of like oh my God, leaving Robin behind him. But then he, he would have been like kidding. a forty-year-old man. Yeah, <laughs> he would have been. How old is he in that? He, he would have been in his late twenties, surely, playing a teenager. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty uni anytime. Yeah, but like his character. Yeah, but yeah, but his character was a bit older because of the boy Wonder Robin. Yeah, is what right. we mean. <laughs> but um, yeah, he would have been gone to. Co- he would have been in college, uh, and Scarecrow was going to be the villain again. He would have been uh, oh. Dick Grayson, Grayson's professor who kidnapped him and experimented on him, and also turning uh, Dr. Kurt Langstrom into Man-Bat. Oh, he was... He would have been... He was 27 when he was in um, Batman and Robin. So he would have been, like, yeah, like, late 30s. There you go. Yeah, true. Interesting. Yeah, but... Um, I'm, and seeing then... a, I'm seeing a running pattern where Scarecrow is the villain in all these movies. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is a different take, though. We didn't get this, thank God. Um, you know the Marvel character Jigsaw? Yeah. They were going to do a similar thing where Man-Bat attacks Scarecrow and his scarred-up face becomes his mask, sort of. Mm. Like, so instead of wearing like the Scarecrow mask, they were going for like mm. a, a fucked-up face to like scare people. That is... That is very Batman and Robin averse, though. Like, it's such a weird. I would yeah. say that's more Tim Burtony. Yeah. More than Schumacher. I mean, they're it, all maybe. connected, so. Yeah, but anyway, the same. that also got cancelled. And in 2002, there was a cancelled. I think it was leaked. A leaked script for Batman versus Superman. There was. Oh. I, I think Jacob would have heard of this, but uh, in this. Yes. Uh, from prison, Lex Luthor creates a clone of the Joker who is now dead, uh, who would uh, then kill Batman's wife, who he manufactured for Batman, so he could kill her in an attempt to get Batman to try and kill him, so Superman would step in and be like, don't do that, and then they would fight and kill each other. Or... Convoluted that plot sounds almost as stupid as the actual Batman vs. <laughs> it's, it's not super <laughs> far <laughs> off. But <laughs> uh, one difference was the uh, casting was Colin Farrell as Batman and Jude Law as Superman <laughs> being eyed. No, no. Jude Law no. seems weird. Yeah, that's two odd ones. I see Colin Farrell what? as Batman. I just Batman. feel like... Do you have? Oh wait, the, uh... I'm thinking of Will Ferrell. Colin Farrell would be okay. <laughs> um, do you have the proposed guy. Justice League casting for around this time? I is this um, George Miller's? Yeah, I didn't because that was like that's post Batman yeah, Begins. Okay. But we can talk about that if you want. I can bring it up next week. I think yeah, okay. A, yeah, but uh, but that brings us <laughs> that that was also cancelled, unsurprisingly, because it sounded terrible. And uh, yeah, and it was given to Christopher Nolan and David S. Goya to write. Uh, 
with Christopher Nolan was directing. Christopher, sorry, was Christopher Nolan like a pretty big at this time? Or yeah. Was it really like, like, yeah. like he he done what was Memento he kind of doing? And, the Prestige, uh, he done. Right. No, he, he, Prestige was after. Was it? I thought it was before. Yeah. I think this is pretty early. Like this is uh, like he'd done Memento and like one other big thing. So I, I, yeah, I guess he was known, but like not like. like I think not like uh, he is now. I, I think Batman was like the whoosh, like the skyrocketing. Yeah. What year was this? He'd, al- he'd also done Insomnia. Two thousand five. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So it was given to Nolan. Yes. Who? Uh, and on this, I this is interesting, and we've never really spoken about this. There was no uh, secondhand director. I like, know, like secondary crew. I don't know if you. I so what that means is like for people listening, like shots, like um, I don't know, like exterior shots or like you know yeah. stuff like landscape or something you don't need. Like the director, therefore, like that doesn't need to get, be there. They'll, yeah, they'll get like a second crew because it'll be like you usually cheaper have an, then yeah, you'll have like an AD and a second AD. Yeah, and to, they'll go out and get like the you know the shots they don't need actors yeah. for or anything like that. But yeah. um, yeah, Christopher Nolan did all the secondary shooting because he wanted to oversee every shot personally. Wow, and uh, it had a one hundred fifty one. 150 million dollar budget and 100 million in marketing, which was the most ever spent at the time. Yes, I think we spend so much more than that now. See that? Yeah, that like that's common now. Like it's usually yeah. the same amount for yeah. You usually double your budget for marketing. But to be fair, I remember seeing Batman Begins everywhere when I was a kid. So like that yeah. makes sense. Like those like that and the Dark Knight. I that that doesn't surprise me that like. That's so I funny that you, you say that because I didn't even know it was a trilogy. I just thought it was The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. I didn't know. And t- for years. I didn't know that they were sequel. Yeah, I, I, like when The Dark Knight was mm. coming out, I just thought it was another Batman movie. Yeah. But like, obviously I was like a dumb little kid and I wasn't really paying attention so, to like actors I remember that. like as a child going to see Batman Begins at the movies. Mm. Wow! Like I remember, I remember watching this on the big screen and I'm like, "Holy, like shit, this is amazing!" And yeah, and now it's just like that was a fucking long time ago. Yeah, sixteen <laughs> years. Wait, wouldn't wouldn't this have been like MA at the movies, Jacob? Yeah, I had very responsible. You know? <laughs> so you would have been like what eight? <laughs> no, I was older than that at the time. Wait, oh, MA. Nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, we we had like all the toys and that, but we never saw the movies. Like, I, I didn't, I don't think I saw, I saw the Dark Knight when it came out on DVD, but I didn't see Batman Begins till like like as I was making the Dark Knight Rises. I think I'm I'm the same. Yeah, I di- I didn't even know about Batman Begins. Saw the Dark Knight, loved it, and then when mm-hmm. Rises came out, was like, oh, there's a one before. I think it's a it's a really good way they make the series in that you can watch them individually, but there's plenty yeah. to get out of watching them as a series too. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that, that's true, but I think, like, when I was a kid watching The Dark Knight, it always felt like something was weird about it. I think when yeah. I watched Batman... about that next when, week. When I watched Batman <laughs> again, when I watched this when I was, like, a bit older, I was like, oh, that it makes it feel a bit Make, more... Yeah. 
And? Because you could, you could start at the Dark Knight, but Batman Begins adds so much kind of depth to all the characters and a bit more... Yeah, I, I think... Yeah. Yeah, In definitely. some cases, it completely changes the characters. <laughs> In some cases, quite literally. Yes. Yeah. More on that later. Mm. <laughs> um, carry on, please, sir. Yeah. Can I just interrupt Nick one more time to of say course. $150 million in 2004 is equal to $217 million today. Oh, wow. Thank I you. didn't think there'd be that much of an increase. That's I, a I wasn't lot even of inflation. That is. Yeah. Well... Check this too. It had a 376 million return worldwide, which sounds like wow. sounds like 36. nothing. What was that? But it's enough to make a sequel, which yeah. is 486 now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because this made less money than Superman Returns. Superman Returns came out like I think a year after this. I think, and it made really, and it made so way more. I think it was 2007. Was Superman oh, really? Returns? I yeah, think. True. Yeah, well, this, this yeah, Superman made way more, but just because of, um, like, I guess DVD sales and I guess the marketing and, like, oh, the marketing led to, like, merchandising as well. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, 2006. I was wrong. Yeah. But oh, even, returns. like, the, I feel like Batman Begins also kind of started this whole superhero genre and kind of opened up the market for it. Because, I mean, sure, you've got mm. um, Burton's... Batmans, but I feel like they're more niche, I think whereas al- this is more yeah, for I, everyone. I think also... Like, you don't have to be a... Sorry, you don't yeah. have to be, like, a comic book fan or a Batman fan to watch these and get something out of it. Yeah, I, I think a lot of this, like... This kind of reminded me a bit of, like, X-Men. I think X-Men is sort of the mm. reason they went in this direction, because obviously Batman and Robin went too far in the other direction... And once X-Men was coming out and sort of, like, keeping the silliness to, like, a sort of level, I think they, they kind of had a template with what they could do. And since then, people mm-hmm. just tried to copy The Dark Knight. Yeah. Because, like, that's kind of, like, peak this style. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I think you're 100% right. And I think only now, like, just because of the poor attempts to replicate this, like, I think comic book movies have just sort of gone back in the other direction, like, sort of, mm. like, mm. post-ironically doing what Batman and Robin did, sort of. Yeah. But, um, have you guys read any, uh, uh Jacob probably has, but the, uh, actors that were almost cast as Batman in this? No. I, I, I know not. some, but... I have kept my palette fresh. I have quite a few for Batman. <laughs> I have some for Scarecrow. We'll do Batman first. Heath Ledger. Yep. Well... Huh. Yeah, that would have been very different. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh, stop. Yeah, yeah, this but gets very to be fair. To be fair, in mid-2000s, like, that oh, he... wouldn't have been as an odd choice as we think about it now. I think so. Like, he was very big at the time. Like, yeah, he was huge. Yeah. Probably a little bit too young. Did he have many serious roles going on? At this point, I I think so. Like, is what did he leave that seventy shows to do? Was it just punts? Like, I, I guess he was doing other movies, but like, I couldn't imagine him. Like, does, has he ever done anything serious, really? Uh, butterfly effect. He's in Jobs, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. that's very post Batman Begins, though. Um, yeah, no, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, like afterwards he does serious oh, yeah. stuff, but. 
Yeah, probably. Where's my car? Yeah, I don't think by 2004 he was mostly still very comedic stuff. Which isn't like, I mean, that that was, oh, I guess that was, like, that was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was ve- like a yeah. comedian before he was I mean, Batman. I mean, 2004, he'd be coming off the back of the butterfly effect. Right. I don't know which what is, that is. Which is, you know, but... serious, like, kind of horror thriller. Oh, yeah, true. Right. Yeah, which he's really, like, do you recommend, not the greatest movie, but he is very good in it. That's good. Mm. So, like, it would have, like, you know, a logical, like, it would prove that he could do somewhat more serious stuff. Mm. But, um, okay, anyway. we've got Heath Ledger, Ashton yeah, Kutcher. That's probably the yeah, that, that's probably the most outrageous one. But after that, uh, the the role was offered to Josh Hartnett, who is like sort of a TV actor now. He's in like Penny mm. Dreadful, I think. I, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. But that was offered yeah. to him, and he turned it down just because he didn't want to be tied to like a trilogy and get kind of bogged down by this role, which is really oh unfortunate gosh. when you watch Christian Bale and like how much he's done since. Like, I feel really bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even including like the stuff he's done with like Christopher Nolan. Like, I'd just be kicking myself. Yeah. But, um, Billy Crudup was also. I I think he auditioned. Um, that's the guy that played Dr. Manhattan. Yep. Yeah, in the movie. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I, I could, could see that. that. It'd yeah. be a bit weird, though, because his sister's in the second one. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would be oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. change that casting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God, I never even thought of that. I, 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 had it, I, I read it and I was like, oh, that's weird. Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal's in the second one. <laughs> I thought, oh, well, I didn't even think that, oh, yeah, that would be a weird thing to do, yeah. But, it's never even one of them. I've never even realised until now, Jake Gyllenhaal reminds me a lot of Christian Bale. Like, they have, I don't know, they have similar, like, facial features. And they also, mm. they're also they also known for losing and gaining absurd amounts of weight. For... Oh, yeah, I didn't know that Although Jake Christian Gyllenhaal Bale is never well. going to do it again. Yeah, I, think, I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal ever went so extreme. But, um, yeah, he, like, yeah. Bit, he, he almost he's killed definitely... himself several times. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into his weight gain real quick. Uh, Henry Cavill, which is yeah. surprising because he would have been like a little boy at the time. Like, wasn't he? he like was he would have been like... early twenties. Um, but yeah, he would have been way too young. Yeah, no, like there's the no main chance. reason he didn't get it. Like he could have played oh, Charles um, Bruce Wayne, I guess. But... He would have been twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh wow, playing Very a thirty-year-old. Yeah. No. Nah. No, not he would have been kicking it in Midsummer Murders. <laughs> sure he's in, he gets killed in an episode of that. Is he? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Pretty sure so does Orlando Bloom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, they're British. That's where oh, you yeah. go. You, you know, you either do Doctor Who or Midsummer Murders. Midsummer. One or the other. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and the last one is Killian Murphy, who actually screen tested for it. Oh. You can find videos of him, like, in the Batman Forever Costume. It's weird. Like doing lines. Because he... He plays... Mm. Yeah, he plays... Yeah, he he, he was cast as Scarecrow. Because Christopher Nolan really wanted him at a point. But they said, oh, he's not... You know, it can't be him. But I read this point and I was like... Because I've seen him in the Batsuit. Like, he'd be fine. But, like, Mm. I just... There's just something wrong with it. And I I then read this note... Uh, apparently, Killian Murphy's eyes are so beautiful and blue that Christopher Nolan kept like finding what like reasons for him to take his glasses off. 
during the film. <laughs> and I read that after, and I'm like, I'm trying to remember him, like, taking off his glasses, but, like, like you can kind of tell. Like, he's got nice eyes under the bat mask, I suppose. Oh, that's funny. It's like, Bruce, is that you? Look at your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful eyes. Anyway, that's Bruce Wayne. I know who you are. <laughs> um, oh. That was, actually was a problem I had, like, watching this. For some reason, I was watching it, I was like, that is so clearly Bruce Wayne. I've never even, I've never had that problem with other ones. But I think the cow, like, the mouthpiece on it's so wide, I feel like you yeah. just see too much of his face. I think, yeah. if anything... You see a lot of chin. Yeah. yeah. The la- I mean, I know it's the opposite covering, like, mouth instead of mouth open. But, like, the last 12 months have taught us that if someone's wearing, like, a hoodie, a mask, and massive sunglasses, you can still realise who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still recognise people. Like, oh, you can barely see their face, but you still know who it is. <laughs> yeah. So like kind of it, like, anyone's superhero's mask is just, like, you know who you are. Yeah, maybe. Not hiding. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like hair's a big teller with, like... Mm. Masks here, but yeah. Uh, and for Scarecrow, uh, there was four potentials. There was uh, Christopher Eccleston, uh, who was ah. Doctor Who, speaking of. Oh, that that would have been good. I would have liked Actually, that. Actually would have done really good at that. Yeah. yeah. Sort of, sort it would have weird but... having him as Doctor Who and the Scarecrow in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> would have yeah. been an interesting contrast of, you know, what a year you've had. Hey, but to be fair, if he be, if he if he was Scarecrow, we may not have gotten him as Malekith. So you know, you, yeah. you you give a little, get a little, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's thanks sucked. for explaining, Nick. Sorry, no one um, was laughing, and I was like, oh no, that, yeah. <laughs> that sounded too serious. But uh, Jeremy Davis from Saving Private Ryan, you uh, and McGregor, oh, yeah. yeah, off the back of Star Wars, it would have been I, weird. I think maybe Ewan McGregor now. Not, probably not. Ewan McGregor now, definitely. Um, their standout performance of Harley Quinn's shit movie mm. proves that he definitely could do it now. Yeah, but I don't think back then. I think he was too babyface back then. Well, you need kind like of a forty-year-old man, thirty-year-old man. You need like a kind of weird. You need to be interesting. Yeah, you need to be weird-looking a little bit, which Killian Murphy sort of is, like in the nicest possible way. Yeah, like he's got a. Interesting face. But speaking of, the last one was Marilyn Manson. Uh, right? Bullet dodged. Yeah. I. Yeah. Part of me, like, wonders I... what that would look like, but I don't know. Not good. Not good at what? all. What? I, I don't even that's... want to think about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know, that'd be terrifying. But I guess that's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think we can get into the plot yeah, now, yeah. and I'll just go, I'll like sprinkle in the rest of the um, facts sprinkle. I have. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Me and everybody. Yes. As we go. So uh, we'll talk about it in chronological order, but it starts with uh, pretty much straight away the death of the Waynes. I was expecting that, like, because I haven't seen this for like probably 10 ish years. I was like, holy shit, they go into that super quick. And I kind of. I know, like, I, I know it's a trend now to, like, make the Waynes, like, pieces of shit and, like, kind of portray them as, like, the problem with Gotham and have, like, 
mm. Bruce be the person to stop that. But I kind of like enjoyed this like interpretation of, of like Thomas Wayne in particular. Like, you don't really get much of Martha Wayne, but I, I I think I liked that this guy was like super like compassionate. He just wanted to help people. Charitable. Yeah, he was like super it's- compassionate and like that they, they obviously didn't go into it with the mindset of oh, maybe we could, uh, you know, cast this guy as Batman in a Flash movie. I, I think that makes a real difference for this. Like, it makes it real. Yeah. Like, um, I think I it's nicer, th- too, to have Batman aspiring to be better because his father and, like, his parents were good people and he wants to be good like them rather than being better because his parents were shit. Yeah. I think that's a motivator. (laughs) I also think it's this version's done really well that it's his fault in a way. Like it plays on like he wanted to leave like that show because obviously he's terrified of bats and there was like the whole bat issue in whatever they were watching. And he wanted to leave and then by that his parents get killed. But it kind of like it makes him feel guilty more that okay his parents are trying to, like, you know, make Gotham a better place. And it's his fault. Like, he thinks it's his fault that they're dead and that Gotham pretty much sank into a toilet. So he thinks it's his personal responsibility to fix that. Mm. Yeah. And it kind of gives him more of a motivation to be Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it kind of really drives home, like, I have to do this because this is my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fully. I also, I will we'll talk, probably talk about him for like most of this, but I think the um, sort of the way his father's characterized, it makes Alfred a whole lot more. Like, it makes Alfred make sense. Yeah. I sort of, I like, I like, because I don't know. Part of me, I, I've just sort of gotten used to how Alfred's been portrayed lately too. Like, I really like Jeremy Irons as him, and I kind of yeah. like. Like he's sort of like he's sort of an asshole to him, but like yeah, like he just sort of treats him like a grown up, I guess. But I, 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 mm. I don't know. Like I think Alfred in this is a very specific portrayal that only works for this. Yeah, but yeah. it works like, really well. Yeah, because for a while I've I've been like cause people have said. Like he's like Michael Caine's the best Alfred, and I've always been like, ah, easy. But I think just. For this, I think absolutely. Yeah, I sort of. He's like the over. most perfectly cast person. I think so. This. Like, I think like the, it's a kind of performance that probably wouldn't work in any other version. No, but I'm definitely glad he, not. I'm glad he is the way he is in this. But yeah, I just thought that mm. was cool. Um. Anyway, I, also, <laughs> I think they could have like that. Obviously. It sort of then cuts back to the League of Shadows, but then we come back to Bruce as an adult uh, during uh, Joe Chill's trial, where he's going to kill him. Is the person that killed his parents? Yes, yes, sir. yes. I'm assuming people know, but um, they're at the trial, and I felt like they probably should have just cast someone younger as Bruce Wayne. Well, I know it's not only a seven-year difference, but like I think they should have gotten someone younger. Oh, see, I really liked him. I liked him. Like, he was re- he was really good, and um, like obviously the like Joe Chill is killed, and then he goes and confronts Falcone. Like, he, he, sorry, I should elaborate. He's killed because he's 
gotten out of prison for testifying against Falcone. So he gets assassinated and he's the mob goes, boss. Yeah, goes to the mob boss Falcone, where he's told, "Hey, you know, just because your parents were killed, that doesn't mean you know anything. You're Bruce Wayne. Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, yeah. But I think, <laughs> I, I think passing someone younger probably would have shown like how much time's passed. Well, speaking of diff- like people they didn't bother to, to recast for time differences, Alfred is, is the same when when Bruce is a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still Michael Caine. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Michael Caine just doesn't age. <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't even look like they tried to like make him look younger. He just looks the same and it's like 20, <laughs> 20 plus year difference. The man doesn't Maybe he's looked the same for like 60 years. Maybe he's a yeah. mortal. Who knows? He, he came out of the womb looking like that. <laughs> so there was nothing there. Maybe it's just some weird DC, like, you know, maybe it's just cursed or something. Yeah. But uh, after that, Bruce takes off and travels the world and uh, to sort of understand the criminal life. I had to, like, rewatch mm-hmm. that. I didn't really understand. Understand what... a life yeah, like was... his own. Yeah, I was like, wait, what's he doing? But yeah, he's like, he's left to, like,. Yeah, sort of live in the streets and understand. And he has to leave because he can't do it in Gotham because everyone knows who he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like Falcone says to him, you'd have to travel a thousand miles for people to not know who you are. So he does that. My my, yeah. my favourite of that sequence is when he gets um, arrested in whatever Asian country he's in. And he's like, I'm not a thief. And the guy's like, tell that to the guy that owns these. And he points at a box that says Wayne Enterprises on it. And I'm like, he owns those. They're his. Yeah. He, he, that's him. <laughs> so was, that was a funny joke. I was like, that, that's There's a lot good. of good little comedic moments they yeah. slip in amongst them. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't that's remember really this. well placed. Yeah, I, I think it's because it's yeah. so well like balanced. Like I don't usually mm. think of this like having so much like kind of lighter toned stuff but i like think it's like it's, it's not well. quippy like a marvel movie or like no. you know, modern no. stuff it's like this is quips flying up everywhere but there's little like fun moments like that yeah but it's like huh, yeah. that's actually funny like you'll laugh but it's not like jammed down your throat yeah or mm-hmm. like i i think like the best place like comedic moment i guess is when like when he comes back from like driving around the tumble on rooftops and alfred's like you know you said you weren't doing this for thrills, and he's like, I'm not. And he's like, well, what's that? And it's like a TV. Yeah. yeah. Like, screening him, like, <laughs> running through buildings and shit. Which, also, he, he, like, we'll get into this, but he murdered people doing that. And that's oh, what, 100%. Yeah, dead. man. So dead. Like every other Batman murderer. <laughs> I mean, but one of them I... straight up shoots people, but, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, wait, which one? <laughs> Batfleck. Doesn't Keaton shoot someone too, though? I, yeah, he I puts a grenade so. in a guy's pants and, like, yeah. shoves him down a hole. Yeah. But... <laughs> it's fun. I guess it's not shooting. It wasn't an on-screen death, Nick, oh, so yeah. none of them count. He, he didn't directly innocent. kill him. He he died from the grenade that he fell into a hole with. <laughs> right? So it's fine. Uh, Coinc- yeah. Coincidence. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like exactly. the end of this. Yes. So anyway, as he... Uh, yeah. Obviously, Bruce gets thrown into jail from steal- for stealing from himself. He beats up some six guys for... I wish we'd, like, find out why. Like, I wish there was, like... I don't know. Like, obviously, we don't really need it, but I would have liked to have seen, like, what he did. Like, to immediately get mm-hmm. challenged in prison by people. Yeah. 
But uh, then he's put in solitary confinement and what's his fake name? Ducard, uh, played by Liam Neeson, rocks up uh, representing Rachel Ghoul and the League of Shadows. Asking him to join them. I completely forgot that Liam Neeson was in this, and I got a very pleasant surprise because I quite enjoy his character. Yeah, because I, I, when I first saw this, like I knew who the character was. I was like, saw Liam Neeson with like his little mustache, like weird style, <laughs> and I saw the guy like they cast, like they have his decoy, obviously, and I was like, what a waste! As if you wouldn't make. Liam Neeson, Rachel Gould, he's right there. Look at, look at that mustache. <laughs> you were duped. That, gotcha. really, that annoyed me as a, as a boy. I as was if like, you didn't see that coming, Nick. Well, I, he was I a small little wee boy. Yeah, I, I guess I just didn't. I was like, because I saw that other guy with the mustache, and I was like, oh, I guess that's him. Whatever. Like, weird, weird he's choice. He's got a weird... Okay. Like, he's an Asian man. They have a weird name. Nick's little brain was like, it has to be that guy. Gosh. How um, dare you. Speaking of Liam Neeson... No, because he I, said, I my to... name is Rachel Ghoul, and I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick Why would he lie? Why would he lie? But yes, you um, are wrong. What are you saying, James? I was just saying, um, I was watching this with Laura and her roommate, and as we were watching, when, when um, Liam Neeson says, my wife, she was taken from me. We all just burst out laughing. Oh, no. What a prediction! Is this is this pre taken? Yeah, taken wow, a long years way. Later. Yeah, not oh a long gosh. way. It was like three years. Was it? I feel like that's like two thousand like ten stuff. Two, no, two thousand eight. Wow. Oh, there you I'm go. <laughs> I had to check it after. I was like, wait, has it already come out by now? No, no, it has not. Oh, uh, you, you'd think <laughs> it, he'd be responsible enough to turn to them and be like, I'm not saying that word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is too lame. Come on, Chris. <laughs> But yes, uh, then he climbs a mountain with a flower, gets there, and they beat the shit out of him for seven years until he becomes an assassin. And a bloody good one that doesn't Which, kill anybody. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is the is the training the training bit last seven years? I seven thought the seven years. years was including like like the time with like in prison and, and oh, yeah, traveling yeah, and all yeah, that. It would be. Yeah. I assume yeah. he was seven there for a bit, a but yeah, I didn't think it was seven years. It struck me as like a six months kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Seven years would be a long time to be training to be an assassin. I think so. True. I think that's why, that's why like, because in the court hearing, it's just like Christian Bale with like a bowl haircut and like no facial hair. And I think that's what's like, that's what got me. I was like, he's clearly 35. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Oh, yeah, so speaking of the training, that frozen lake in um, Iceland, real frozen yeah. lake. That's cool. Real frozen lake, and apparently um, Christian Bale and Who Liam fell in Neeson, it? No, well, they heard cracking, oh. like small like, oh. sounds oh, around no. it while they were filming. They are like, oh, that's weird. And the next day they went back and it was completely melted. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine that. Headlight, Liam Neeson and Christian Bale dead in. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Both be... fell into Frozen Lake. That would be horrible. Also, uh, speaking of Christian Bale, uh, he dropped 60 pounds, like, for the machinist before this. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the machinist, but he was like, that's I have it. not, but I have seen his. I haven't game. seen it, but yeah, I know what he looks like in it. Yeah. It's in the images I where you can see his ribcage. 
Yeah, like, yeah. Just, look, look up the machinist know. while I read out this fact, Cat. Uh, when he was cast as Batman, though, he was told to put on as much weight as possible in four months, which obviously for oh my Bell, God. does not mean yes. Exactly. <laughs> he put on 100 pounds of muscle in four months, and when he rocked up God to be damn. Batman, they said, oh, wow, you put on too much. <laughs> you, you have to lose 20 pounds. <laughs> oh, so you're lost, kidding. So he lost 20 pounds. <laughs> Before they shot, and apparently the entire time they were calling him Fat Man during shooting. Because he rocked up. (laughs) Which is rough. Rough. Especially because it's in muscle, so he probably rocked up just fucking shredded. Yeah, yeah. The Hollywood (laughs) magical shredding power, like... I presume if they were calling him Fat Man, he he had to have had something, some reason for it. Not just being buff as fuck. I guess Jesus, four but... months though—that's impressive. Yeah, Hollywood yeah. does amazing things to people. I think it's kind of terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like, I'm not gonna lie, Jacob. He but like, you look at like unhealthy. some people that have gotten like ripped for like superhero movies really quickly. And it's yeah, like, it's how many drugs are you taking? What are they injecting you with? Is it the blood of children? <laughs> like, what is happening? I don't think that makes you gain muscle. <laughs> Disclaimer out there. Just blanket. Don't listen to anything Jacob says. That's how I'm so shredded. Yeah. Children's blood. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Nick, please carry on from this moment. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, he continues his training and it ends in a sequence where he has to find Liam Neeson in like a sea of other ninjas. Uh I love this scene. Well, it's a well good scene. fun fact, all the ninjas were standing on wooden boxes because Liam Neeson's enormous. Where is that when we were watching this? Like, couldn't, they're different heights. Wouldn't you be able to tell Liam Neeson's pretty tall? <laughs> yeah, no. They're all standing on apple boxes because Liam Neeson's like... That's great. There you go, James. Like, you can go home big. and... I will, I will let her know. That, <laughs> that Nick... That is a fun fact. That is a very fun fact. <laughs> I'll say it right now. That, that is a fun fact. Fun oh, out of no. time. Lots of little ninja boys on boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I hope I have something funner than that. Oh, actually, yes, I do. And it, it upsets me, but we'll get to it. Uh, so after his training, his seven-year training, or not seven-year, but years Seven years training, away. Seven years away, uh, he becomes a assassin and is told to behead uh, the farmer who stole someone's land. He says no, no, and sets the place on fire and kills Ra's al Ghul. But, and presumably see. kills the farmer anyway. Indirectly. In <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what happens to the farmer? I would have liked to have seen that. Like, so many of those dudes are dead. He's like, I'm not going to kill this guy, but I'll kill all of you. But I'll, I'll, so, I'll throw a little flame like, into a room of fireworks, killing everyone. Yeah, it's like, I won't kill anyone except everyone in this room. Yes. <laughs> Why? But he uh, saves. What's his fucking name? Liam Neeson. He saves Liam Neeson, who's not Rachel Ghoul, and le- leaves, him, leaves him on a mountain and heads home. I don't know how he called Alfred to come get him, but he did. I assume he had a phone on him this whole time. He had a sat phone up his bum for seven years. Yeah, probably. He borrowed, he borrowed one of the guy's phones when he when he, he dropped Rachel Ghoul yeah. off. Oh, yeah, this he, guy has a sick futuristic iphone i'll take this <laughs> yeah he, he found the farmer's body after he died on the way out and was like oh i'll take that 
<laughs> this guy has a sat phone. What a farmer. Yes. Uh, another plan with Alfred, he says, I will save Gotham, but not as Bruce Wayne as a symbol. And it was at this moment where I was like, oh, they've actually really justified him becoming Batman and not just using his billions of dollars to like yeah. increase infrastructure and like improve everything. I was yeah. like surprised See? by that. Cause this is like, like people compare this by saying it's always oh, the most realistic, but I was actually watching this and I was like, I think it's the only version where they justify him being an insane person that dresses up as a bat and beats the shit there out is- of people. <laughs> genuine yeah. character motivation from when he was a child to this point where he returns to Gotham for exactly why he is the way he is. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to, you know, like you said, use all my money and fix everything. It's like, no, I'm going to beat the shit out of fucking every criminal in this city and just yes. punch their heads in. <laughs> anyway, he returns to Gotham and uh, rocks up to... Uh, Wayne Enterprises after being declared dead and surprises the board and uh, asks for a job with in the Applied Sciences Division? Yep. Yes. Yeah. And uh, where he meets Lucius Fox, played by Morgan Freeman, which I was going to say is the best casting. I think it's the only casting. I don't think Lucius Fox has been in a movie. Um, I can't tell you. But he is like a main character in the series. Yeah. Like yeah. in like the comics, yeah, yeah, he's like he's like main guy other than Alfred, but um, that's cool. But they go through like he sort of um, you know go goes to Lucius Fox and says, "Hey, you know, can I have this stuff for rock climbing? This re- <laughs> really uh, surprisingly, actually, all realistic, not super realistic, but like yeah, it's all ba- all the tech in this is based off like military real stuff, yeah." Which I thought was cool. Yeah, and, it's uh, all experimental. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and according to um, Forbes <laughs> at the time, it would have cost $3.5 million to dress up as Batman the way he does in this. <laughs> That's cool. But I also have another um, fact about the, the suit itself. Uh, while on suit, uh, on suit, while on set, Christian Bale <laughs> had two crew members responsible for following him around and keeping the suit smudge free. <laughs> so that would constantly that's have right because Batman's so shiny it's, and yeah, sleek and yeah it's very shiny and reflective yeah okay so Lucius Fox has been played by multiple people oh he's been played by Chris Chalk in Gotham oh um Morgan Freeman obviously in the Dark Knight trilogy Simon Maniyonda in Pennyworth um Ernie Hudson in Batman Bad Blood, which is animated. And Lewis Gossett Jr. in The Batman, which are I'm these, assuming is the oh, new one. Are these movies or TV yeah. shows? Um, movie. or well, Gotham and They're Pennyworth are both TV. TV shows. Okay. Batman Bad Blood is an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. he's around. Yeah. yeah. But Morgan Freeman was the big one. Yeah, I feel like anything Morgan Freeman does is iconic, though, and he become like, yeah. that character is then him. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's going to be the big one that gets compared to, like, you can do Alfred differently, but like, I don't know how much, how, like, you could improve or do that differently to Morgan Freeman. 
Yeah. yeah. In that role. But I'm keen to Unless say. he had more of a role. Yes. But even then, it's like, you're a tech genius. Yeah, exactly. There's a trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> a few nights later, Bruce dons a ski mask and grappling gear and goes to... So good. And... Hey? So good. That mask yes. is just... <laughs> It's horrendous. Yes, he goes and threatens Gordon with a stapler uh, for information about Falcone and then uh, jumps off the police roof while chased and I've written here, does not die somehow. <laughs> or break all his yeah. I want to point out, like, Nick, yes. if you had that ski mask on, right? If you were dressed up in that Batman costume and had that ski mask on, I would <laughs> still know it was you. But you don't... But, like, he... Like... But none of these people know Bruce Wayne. They, they don't know. Well. He doesn't know Bruce Wayne. He's been gone for seven years. Yeah, I guess everyone like kind of like does everyone know he's a, everyone like knows he's alive at this point, right? No, not yet. Do they? Yeah, they they were like he's yeah. a public figure. Yeah, oh, like, yeah he's no, he showed up in the company. Like, oh my right. god, yeah, 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 true. Bruce Wayne's alive. So assuming that that his picture is on think... the front page of every newspaper and it's all over the TV and it's like who's this random mysterious man in a like costume all but of a I sudden? Feel, I feel like in in that specific situation he just looks like a nut in like climbing yeah. gear and obviously Bruce Wayne is just and out partying and like drinking yeah. and stuff like he wouldn't be Having... threatening Gordon with a stapler like he's, he's taking got multiple to do. women home yes. And I also like that he used a stapler against the back of his head, so like Gordon think it, or like Jim Gordon thinks it's a gun. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally just holding a stapler. I guess because it like clicks as well. Yeah, it's just like, I love that because yeah, he clicks it and runs off, and it's just like oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't have hurt it. Like this is funny. Yes, in response, uh, Bruce realizes that he needs a lightweight fabric to make a glider wing or parachute, uh, and then obviously you see the lightweight fabric with the charge in it. They did a similar thing. Like, that's pretty cool. That's, that's how it worked on set. It was like a lightweight fabric with something in it and like a charge would like make it yeah, go right. all. So the science was and, real. Yeah, from what from what I could tell, unless that was bullshit, I was like, oh my God, that's really cool. Sick. <laughs> and then he said, so this is where like, I, I know, I sort of have problems. I think it gets addressed in The Dark Knight, but I sort of have problems with like him getting all this stuff from Wayne Tech. And then he finds a car, and he's like, oh, let's... Does this uh, Wayne Tech prototype come in black? I'll take this and drive it around the city. Yeah. I love where he's like, does it come in black? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> and Let me he get out said, my spray cans. And he should have said, no, it doesn't. It's a prototype. And no, you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how it's just you, sitting you... there. Like, I think things are fucking insane, like... Tank. It's a tank. Like, yeah. It's obviously like, like it's designed to like some reason that's a bridge builder. Like it jumps across a fucking ravine and then tows rope so you can like put a bridge across. But I was like, bro, mm. just fucking put a realized, gun on the top of that thing and just go for it. I never realized until watching it this time that it could jump without a ramp because like all this time I've been watching these movies going, there's no fucking way you could jump across that like river like it would just see, like <laughs> it didn't make sense until i watched it and now i'm does so have a glad giant rocket booster it. on the back yeah like, so it can do propel yeah. jumps without a ramp as it's lucius fucking explains. sick i want one <laughs> there's so many screens in it like i think even <laughs> even more than the black line i really liked the tumble oh you wouldn't be interested in that yeah <laughs> 
That's because obviously anyone... you wouldn't, because why would you need that for rock climbing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, even if, like, Bruce Wayne right came back and he was, like, he'd been away or whatever, and he wasn't going to be Batman, and he found that vehicle, I feel oh, like he'd this, be driving no matter what, around. he'd just be driving it up to the fucking, like, the, like, the theatre. <laughs> the hotel he's gonna buy. Yeah, he just yeah, he just drive up in that and be like, "Look at my fucking sick ride." Are you jealous? Look at my tank. Yeah, <laughs> I have a tank. Fuck you, because he is exactly oh, the sort of person way? that would I'll do that. Oh, you're in my way. I'll just propel a rocket. Yeah. So like, Actually, he yeah. is the exact person that would do that. <laughs> Speaking of the Batman I feel like this is a good time to drop this in. Uh, obviously, this was filmed in Chicago because like you, you just tell like yeah the Gotham yeah. is Chicago. Um, a drunk driver, uh, in a panic, drove into the Batmobile because he thought it was a spacecraft. What? <laughs> yeah. Like an alien spacecraft? Yep. Oh my I God. guess he was drunk. But is that, I, I'd probably panic if I saw it. I feel like my mind wouldn't go there if I was drunk. Yeah. Oh my God, I have to drive into that. I should crash into it and not drive the yeah. other way. Yeah. I have to save humanity with my little Hyundai gets. <laughs> was Christian Bale inside it? That would have been funny. No, Christian Bale was not allowed Just anywhere near this, like near the car. Like he did all his own oh. stunts, but yeah, he, not, none of the Batmobile stuff is him. Like the interior of the Batmobile. Why? I don't know. Like that's just what we I read. Watch him get out of it. It it's well, yeah, like. I, yeah, we it, see that, but that'd all be in the studio kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like or the, a the stunt interior, bubble. the interior of it's. A soundstage, like it's not actually yeah. in the car because you got yeah, cameras. I feel like yeah. the interior of the car is also bigger than it could possibly be, but like yeah. compared yeah. to the outside of it. <laughs> and also, a lot of the um, the actual car driving around is um, models. Huh. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It kind of surprises That's disappointing. me. Like, I, I wanted, I wanted just in my head to know that there was a Batmobile hmm. out there somewhere that I could potentially get in and drive around <laughs> Chicago. I mean, it probably would exist. It well, it, it, it like... does exist. A drunk man drove into it, but yeah, it would just be a probably a absolute bitch to actually drive. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, it just isn't um, mobile enough to go onto um, rooftops and <laughs> all that weird stuff. But, um, don't, don't shatter my dreams, Nick. I was watching that and I was stressing out. I was kind of like, oh my God, it's going to fall through, even though I like knew it wouldn't. I was just like, yeah. that is confident. It'd be so heavy. Because he just killed would, like several yeah. police by crashing their cars. Imagine just mm. driving onto he a He drives and just... over that police car with those two dudes in a row. Yeah, I know. Overkill. And then it cuts, but then it cuts to them inside the car on the radio and they're both just fine. Like, the, yeah. the car is slightly dinted. It's like, that car got fucking shredded. Yeah. But I feel like it deliberately cuts them. It's like, no, look, they're fine. He didn't kill them. They're okay. Because, <laughs> like, they should be mush. <laughs> but not like, he, he makes cars flip. And I was like, watching yeah. that, and I was like, dead, dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> that cop is paced. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, at the top, Falcone and corrupt police officer Arnold Flass are uh, watching Falcone's thugs unload a shipment of drugs at, uh, from an inbound cargo ship. Uh, Batman rocks up and uh, permanently um, breaks their bones or does something <laughs> to fuck them up for life but not kill them. Good description. Um, yeah, I I liked the... like I. I 
think this is the only sequence where I thought the quick cutting action was sort of warranted. Like, they keep doing it later, and I don't really like it. Like, because obviously, like, they want to conceal Batman for this first sequence, but I think a lot, like, a lot of the action in this, and apparently it gets better, but, like, the action in this is very quick cutty and very Bourne identity. Yeah, say, so what yeah. year did Bourne come out? What was that, 2004? 2004? Something? So, yeah, I and I mean... I thought it was 2001. It was pretty early. Yeah, but like I mean, like Casino Royale does kind of like the same 2002. thing. 2002. Years later. Yeah. Mm. It was just, this is how Pink we do James. action at the moment. Like it was kind of. <laughs> yeah. That was the st- film style. Yeah. And like, it, it, like I said, it's forgivable. Plus, for it that. kind of works because, like, imagine how hard it would be to move quickly dressed in a suit like that, even if you are the stunt double. Like, just to well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, this was all Christian Bale. And in a cape. That this was all Christian Bale, but before, like in previous Batman's, like anytime he had to like move, like anytime he's not standing stationary, it's a stunt double, just because it was so difficult yeah. to like be in that suit all the time. Yeah. So, like, I, I appreciate that Christian Bale was in it, but I would have liked, yeah, like longer takes of him, like. Beating the shit out of people, <laughs> but then he breaks through breaks through the sunroof of the car. Uh, I, after I assume he killed the driver, it looks like. Yeah, I assume that <laughs> he no, murdered the driver. Batman doesn't kill people, so the driver's fine. Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> we just stopped joking about that. But yeah, Batman doesn't He's kill. He's fine. Right. He's fine. He just <laughs> but, got launched like you know forty feet through the air, but he probably landed in a pillow sh- shipment or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm talking about the guy who was hunched over the wheel. He just got put to sleep. He had a little, little, little bit of roofies or something, you know. Just he won't remember oh. in the morning. It's okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Batman, this Batman doesn't kill people. Yes, until he snaps people in fucking half. Yes, <laughs> he, he either snaps them in half or straps them to a. Uh, skylight, which apparently are really hot in real life, and if anyone was hot really strapped, if anyone was really strapped to it, they would be burnt horribly, according to the trivia. Gosh, but that again, they won't say they weren't burnt horribly in the film, so the guy's fine. Right, that's right. Yeah, I see, I we saw him, and he wasn't horribly burnt, so it's alright. Yeah, so Batman get your doesn't facts right, yeah. Nick. Sorry, Come guys. on, Nick. This is Batman's world, not the real world. Physics don't work here. I'm sorry. Okay, so Falcone is delivered to the police. Yes. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile... Then what uh, happens? Uh, Rachel gets off a train uh, while she's being followed by a thug. Uh, she then tasers... No, she doesn't tase any of them. She gets a taser out. Uh, one is uh, given brain damage by Batman while the other one walks away. <laughs> <laughs> but again, not dead. Not dead. No, not dead. Severely just, brain damaged. Just, not dead. Just, like, he'll talk with, like, a, a lisp for the rest of his life, but he's Probably not dead. Probably won't talk for the rest of his life. Probably just, like, a vegetable <laughs> state. It gets fucked. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, Rachel goes to tase him. It doesn't work. And he's told, hey, uh, I'm on your side. And then he takes off. I forget exactly what he says. And, <laughs> and she instantly realizes that it's Bruce. <laughs> Does she? Just put that out there. Yeah. She instantly, she's like, Bruce? Straight up. No, just at the end. 
Was it later? Or was yes, that the end. The next it's time? later because yeah, okay. he says to her, like, you know, I'm not defined by what I look like. That's right. That's what the I next do bit where he jumps out a window. Well, yeah, that that is the no. The, the next bit is when he's at uh, dinner with the other rich people and the two models. He goes and swims in the. He gets in the fish tank. In the, in the, the decorative pool. <laughs> he pulls a Venom 2018 and swims with the lobsters. And the yeah. hotel manager's like, you can't do that. He's like, I'm buying this hotel. I'm redefining what the pool is. Yeah. And just gets in. What a and, twat. Yeah. He's got to keep up this Keeping up charade appearances of, um, of being no, a twat. Yeah. He just really enjoys that. Like, so keep going. Crazy. <laughs> He's loving it. <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, what a man. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, on his way out, he runs into man. Rachel, man. and while he tries to, I, I do like that. Like he, you can tell it's kind of like hurting him, like being like having to be like, oh, I'm just a big fuckhead that buys hotels and swims with models. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then takes and two yeah. of them home in my sports car. <laughs> and that's when, and that's when she says, yeah, it's not who you are underneath, it's what you do that defines you. Yeah. Big quote. Jonathan Crane then heads to uh, where Falcone is being held because uh, he's cutting his wrist to plea insanity. Uh, Crane Jonathan then... Crane being Killian Murphy's character. Yes, Jonathan. Have we, t- have we haven't talked about him in the plot summary yet? Yeah, no. So he rock- rocks up. For anyone listening? Yeah, he rocks up and blasts him with uh, scarecrow gas and makes him insane for real. And... I love that when he walks out of that room and he's like, oh, that one's definitely insane. And the woman's just like, he was fine when, like, she doesn't say anything, but she's just thinking, he was fine when you walked in there and now he's screaming. Yeah, also maybe they She's should... like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> also, maybe they should have cameras. Like, I know it's Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Thing, but... Interrogate, yeah. Oh, it's like... not Arkham Asylum, is it? It's something, but. But, like, she's so suspicious. Yes. Like, that, yeah, like. It's fucking sus. Yeah. It's Gotham. Everything's sus. Very. <laughs> Especially when Batman's hanging out in Gordon's yard waiting for him to empty the bins at some point. I don't know how long he was waiting there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he was there like an hour and a half. Yeah. It's like, like Gordon's like in his kitchen. He's like walking past the bins. He's like, yes. He just goes to the fridge. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. I got crime to fight. Uh, and he comes out. They talk about... Uh, Falcone and uh, how he can uh, do... I forget what he's trying to do, but he was like, at least him um, threatening uh, his partner, uh, Flas, by picking him up and, like, dangling him up and down. Uh, He drops his falafel and gets... Did they get someone to bungee jump for that scene? Don't know. Probably not. Because that would have hurt a lot. (laughs) I'd say, yeah. Don't know. But um, this is where I think you, you kind of get the voice, like, it's most extreme in this. And The Batman voice. Yeah, and I feel like we should yeah. talk about the Batman voice because it's so tacked on that it... Like, it's not as bad in this as I think it is later. Yeah, it, it gets Didn't worse. Christian Bale, like, really fuck up his vocal cords he, or something? He lost his voice three times doing this. Oh my god! And that really, it shocks me that he didn't ask them to do like a voice synthesizer in like do it in post the next two. 
Yeah. But yeah, then he doesn't have to do the uh, like the whole thing. Like I'm Batman. Yeah. I don't know, but I know if you guys agree with me, but like the the voice really takes me like out of it. Yeah, it's it is a weird, yeah, sort of yelly like, yeah, throaty yell. Yeah, like Ugh. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I've smoked six thousand. I've smoked six thousand cigarettes a day for the last ten years, and my lungs are ruined. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's Batman. He has all this availability, yeah. all this like accessibility to tech. Why can't he just get a voice changer? Yeah, that's what I meant, because Affleck does it, and I, I think they did it because yeah. Arrow did it, but it seems like such an obvious thing. Even like even if it was like yeah. the mid-2000s, like, you'd think, because... Like they, they, it just makes sense. Like, they changed the costume for him to be able to like move freer in it. Like, you'd think they'd be like, oh, let's make it so he doesn't have to talk... Like this. I think doesn't the, lose his I think the Affleck times. one does it because Ben Affleck probably didn't want to have to do the throaty yell. Well, yeah, I, I think also like it was just easier. I think also because people hated the Christian Bale like yeah, and like and the Batfleck one as well is obviously done in post. Like it is, it's just a, like it's an easy sort of. Yeah, it's, it's like, easy, he can just probably than, talk normally yeah. on set, like just deliver his lines. Like okay, let's just tweak that. <laughs> it's, it seems like. Easier than risking your main actor losing his voice for days. Yeah. Because he's yeah. doing a shitty I'm sorry, voice. guys. We can't film any, like, Bruce Wayne scenes today because he can't talk. No yeah. wonder Nolan went and got all the bloody landscape shots because he had to wait yeah, for him he had to... all his time to... Yeah, that's probably friggin'... why. He's like, no, I've got nothing else to do. I might as well. Just yeah. Six might... sweeping shot of Chicago. Yeah. But, um, yeah... Uh, Bruce wakes up on his birthday and uh, Rachel rocks up with a present, which is the arrowhead they found when they were kids. Uh, we didn't really talk about that, but yeah. that, that, that happened. And um, she says, I'm going to Arkham Asylum to confront Scarecrow about this thing. And he goes, oh shit, I've got to go there. Oh, wait, no. Oh, sorry. Before this, even. He gets... Um, the information out of the corrupt cop, he rocks up and just gets bumped by Scarecrow gas. Scarecrow fucks him. Oh, true. Fucks him up. Like, sets him on fire and he, like, falls out the window, like, lands on a car, doesn't Did he? Christian Bale do that stunt? Probably. That's wild. Yeah. Then uh, he gets the antidote and he's fine. Which, like, I don't know, after then, like, Scarecrow's just sort of not a threat, which is... Like, I don't know, I would have, like... I mean, he still fucks a lot of people up. He fucks a lot of people up, but I would have liked to have seen him, like... I don't know, even, like, in the future of the series to just, like... Yeah. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen the gas do more than have him just see bats. I would have liked to have seen him, like... Yeah. Like, sort of, like, the games, like, fuck with his mind a bit. Like, really Mm. lean into, like, the nightmare sequences a bit more. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. But he did not. Um, And I think it was in that sequence where you see the little boy that everyone hates from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. What was his... What's the actor's name again? Um, Jack something. Jack Gleason, that's it. Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah, that kid, yeah. Yeah, he he retired from acting, I think. Like, completely. He did. After Game of Thrones. Oh, good on him. He (laughs) He probably doesn't need to do anything else. Yeah, but he also got, like, violently harassed online. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, as people always do with villains when they can't tell the difference between reality and narrative. 
Yeah. Mm. But anyway, Rachel rocks up to Arkham Asylum, gets um, gassed by Scarecrow with a potent, what do you say? A concentrated... Uh, concentrated dosage. Concentrated dosage of the gas. Uh, so Batman rocks <laughs> so up to... So it's going to kill her, not just fuck her up. Yeah. And uh, that's where they find out the uh, Scarecrow toxins being put into the water supply. And uh, I think it's before then we find out a microwave emitter from Wayne Tech... It's been stolen. I love, I love that like sequence of them just pouring the barrels of it into that open water main. Yeah, and it's like, I feel like I, like, that would not be good for people's health. Drinking like, even if it's not going to send them like crazy, if she gets injected with it, and it like it was oh, a high it's dose, still... and it's fucking with her. I feel like people drinking the water would still be getting fucked. Yeah, no, it, it has, like has it to be an poison. aerosol. It has to be an aerosol, apparently. It has to go into your lungs mm, to affect yeah, you. Yeah, but, like, it would be entering your bloodstream. Mm. But also, why doesn't this microwave emitter fuck with your blood? Like yeah, the water in your yeah. body? Yeah, uh, that just entered my mind. Why then. isn't everyone just exploding? Why aren't people, <laughs> yeah, why aren't people exploding when the thing turns on? Oh no, it's fancy Wayne Tech. Like it just—it specifically targets water, I guess. That's but, not in human bodies. So what? Yeah. <laughs> Which so are what mostly is, water. What if someone's drinking some water and just bam? Like, <laughs> 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 just had a drink of water, their stomach just explodes. Oh my god! Imagine if you're in the shower at the time, or in the bath. Oh, dead. Or sitting on the toilet. Just dead. <laughs> so dead. Sitting on the toilet, you, your ass has just exploded. You've gone through the ceiling. Great image. I just these are the th- thoughts that you know you you have now. These are shower thoughts. Yeah, you just no, you wouldn't be having any more shower Random thoughts. You just exploded in the shower. <laughs> then, so she gets gassed. Uh, Batman rocks up, cripples some more people, and <laughs> gasses <laughs> gasses Scarecrow with his own gas, which is. Like, sort of, shame on him for not having a um, fail-safe there. I, I guess his mask is supposed to stop him from getting yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah, because it's, it's needles in the comics, isn't it? He has, like, needly yeah. fingers. Yeah, there you go. Nick, did you write out a bunch of different words for injures people before we did this podcast? <laughs> no, no. This is on the fl- this is this, very this is good. Nick at his finest. He's on yeah, the fly. This, this, is, this is all ad-lib. He's got his missus um, in the background you... listening to him, so he's trying to impress. <laughs> can you just explain what you mean by needle fingers? So in the Because I don't know what that's so in reference in, like, to. In the games, at least, he has, like, little needles on his fingers with, like, a serum in it, and that's how it... Yeah, it's not like an aerosol uh... gas. He can, like, scare her. So he can of, just, yeah. like, touch you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Freaky. Yeah. And then he messes with you, and you're like, oh, nightmares. Yeah, and it's actually, like... Yeah. Personal uh, fears and not just like yeah. demons. It kind of, yeah, it showed, yeah. Right. Yeah, in hindsight, much better done character better. in the comics, yeah. Yeah, he's still really good in this, though. I think it's really good casting. Oh, yeah. They should have just done more, I think, in the future. Should have brought him back. But yeah, he um, guesses Scarecrow and he reveals that he's working for Ra's al Ghul. Who's not dead? Who isn't dead, apparently. <gasps> and is Liam Neeson. Yeah. So James. Batman fucked up. Oh, we, no, haven't gotten, <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> we fuck. have now. But he scoops up Rachel, uh, kills some police, and get gets her no. to the Batcave. Mm. He might maim them 
or fuck them up. But again, Batman he, doesn't kill. He so runs specifically over... not dead. <laughs> he, he runs over some cop cars and they ADR him later. Are you okay, man? Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Holy shit, was that Batman? Oh, holy smokes, it's Batman. Yes, yeah, so he, he gets uh, Rachel back to the Batcave. Uh, speaks in his normal voice. See, like that, that's what I like. He likes sort of like blends in and out of it in this unlike in everything else he just sort of like he'll just keep the batman voice on to himself when he's talking mm. to himself in character he's got to do his thing i guess but yeah he then says he says i'm gonna i'm gonna sedate you and you'll wake up back at yours i don't know i think after i just got like gassed by scarecrow i'd be a bit like i'd just be like no i'll just go home like i won't tell anyone where we are just don't like eject me with this like a needle again <laughs> <laughs> which but, leads to a very awkward scene with alfred and her yeah i felt really bad for alfred watching that i was like this is like stuff just... watching him unload yeah. this unconscious woman into a car and he's like yeah oh, don't worry it's about like, it uh... yeah he's like uh, 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 i didn't do anything i swear yeah he's like says bit too much to drink i think i'm like uh alfred that's, you're not healthy <laughs> and he does like a little like huh, 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 laugh like it's okay <laughs> very much a sign of the times that joke i suppose but uh, uh bruce then goes to his birthday party and i think this is like my favorite scene because like he runs into liam neeson who we find out is a very child ghoul i was very happy to see that as a child perfect casting and uh to get everyone out of the house, he just makes an absolute toss pot out of himself. I know, right? He just character really assassinates like himself. I know, which... It's like, fuck you guys, get out of... Like... Yeah, I, yeah. I just... But he's I, saving their lives. I know, but I just, like... I love seeing that. He's just like, well, this doesn't really matter. Oh, I'm just going to have to look like a dickhead here. And he just yep. kicks everyone out. And just made to look like some drunk that burned down his house because the assassins burned down his house uh, until uh, Alfred rocks up, clocks a guy of the golf club. Uh, <laughs> I it, hope you're not a member uh, of the fire brigade. <laughs> he gave yeah, brain damage to that that poor uh, volunteer fireman. <laughs> and, <laughs> picks up Bruce and puts him in the back cave, and the Wayne Manor is gone. All burnt down. All burnt down. But um, yeah, I think that's kind. Of, that's yeah, I. Yep. And then they make a joke at the end about rebuilding it, but adding to the foundations in the southeast corner. They do. Well, we'll the get to the final fight. I thought it was like more between this like last section. I was no. expecting. I was yeah, expecting the final act goes really quickly. It was really quick, but yeah, they like. They go to Arkham Oh my Asylum, god, I just completely they? forgot about the entire yeah. end. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the final fight is Alfred King you know. hitting a man with a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> the bit where Batman saves the day, you know? Yes. But, well, um, actually, Gordon saves the day, but anyway. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, they very, it's a very um, efficient ending. Like, it's very quick. They yeah. rock up to Arkham Asylum, uh, put the microwave emitter on the ground, and make everything. Except people's blood blow up. Uh, <laughs> Scarecrow gases everywhere. Or the river? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, or the river. Mm, salt water. Yeah, oh, the river yeah, that's right there. Yeah, it's salt water. 
Is it though? Right. I yes, let's just say it is. So Chicago has a harbor, so yeah, I guess. Yep. Yeah, yep. it would be. Fucking but like, water. but yeah, like it's just like he's jumping over a fucking river. Like, why isn't the river just vaporized? Because no. there's salt in it, and everyone's been having salt on their dinner, so the water in them is fine because there's salt in them. Oh no. Better. And Scarecrow is... You've cracked it, Nick. <laughs> it's, uh, yes. And uh, Scarecrow is incapacitated immediately by the taser, which I thought was funny. Um, oh, can we just go back? Because yeah. where the fuck did Scarecrow get a horse from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, where was the horse just sitting around here? He had it waiting. Oh, it was where a police horse. It was, it was probably a police horse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose. The whole yeah. ride squad was in there. So there was horsies. Yes. That makes sense. The poor horse, it would have been going. It wouldn't have known what it's hit it. Yeah, well, the, is, if the horse. I said the, the horse toxin. probably wasn't affected by the gas. Yeah, probably. Well, or it would you have don't been, know that. The well, horse he wouldn't have been able to ride it. Have fears. He, yeah, but he wouldn't have been able to ride it. It would have been going fucking mental. I like how as well with the um with the gas, like some things look genuinely way creepier, and then Batman flying above people, they just add like it's a spooky LED eyes and mouth. Ah. Yeah. yeah, it's like the red eyes and the red mouth and a bit of like a camera, like the camera shake for the screen. It's like, oh, look at this demon Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, Gordon's given the Batmobile uh, to go, which very um, trusting to give it to Gordon, like. <laughs> lucky, lucky he knows how to like work everything, but I, I, I won't. I, I don't won't, know. Yeah, I think it's just the, give it do you know how to drive that. stick? Like yeah, the then... question. It's like that thing is not a fucking manual. Yeah. And what then if he doesn't? Gets... What if when you get in there's a <laughs> shit? The... Like, yeah. uh, one of the gear shifts, you'd be like, oh fuck. <laughs> That's what I mean. There <laughs> is fucked. no way that that fucking tank is a manual vehicle. <laughs> 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 it's a high tech freaking military prototype. That thing's auto. I would like to see a deleted scene though, where like Gordon's trying to start it, but he keeps like stalling, stalling, yeah, <laughs> stalling, at the, stalling at the lights. It's <laughs> got a fucking rocket booster on the back. Let's turn that on before you even start the car. It's like we're moving. Can't stall yeah. now. Or he just can't find the start button among all the other yeah. screens and buttons, and he's just <laughs> sitting there like, fuck. <laughs> like, Pulsing his like, dead. He's still. What do you, what do you, what do you think of the engine button and the wipers come on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, train the opportunity for some comedy there. Like, Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. makes the whole city is infected with the gas, and he's still sitting there, like, how the fuck do I turn this thing on? Yeah. Uh, whoops. But uh, Batman grab, like, grapples onto the train, uh, gets dragged through a bunch of, like, rubble. Not rubble, like, scaffolding. Gets uh, I also just don't understand how he can start, like, how his like grappling line is just not broken by the frame that is holding up the train because he literally, he didn't start directly underneath the train. He started out, out to the side. Yeah. So the logic is flawed. Uh, High tech military gear. This movie I just, I have so many issues. I would not Nolan. watch it again because of this one detail. <laughs> Cause it's just top yeah. 10 reasons why Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins is fucking shit. <laughs> Can we make that number the, 10? Can the we make that the hook doesn't make sense for this movie. That exists at Cinema Sins. Yeah, number nine. <laughs> he it killed is. everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of killing everybody, he grapples <laughs> up to the train. Uh, I assume he fights Rachel Ghoul. You can't really tell between all the quick cuts. 
yeah. and then he <laughs> he uh, Number eight, uh, that's quick cuts. Uh, Gordon blows up the train track, and uh, Batman arguably uh, murders Rachel Gould. Okay, again, <laughs> again, and he arguably. even says it. Doesn't kill anyone, but says doesn't necessarily seem I have to save them. So he just chooses not to save a person. That's no. not murder. But this all came about because Batman put it in place. So yeah. he saved someone. It was like premeditated murder. Well, this is, and he just didn't save them. Is that why you got the train problem? Is that why you got Gordon to like drive the Batmobile? So he was like, no, uh, Gordon killed yeah. him. It wasn't Jim me. Gordon's the murderer, not me. <laughs> I didn't break the train. The train like supports. I didn't cause the train to crash into the building. It, it wasn't was, me. It was Jim, all Gordon. Yeah, Jim Gordon, I'd love to, murderer. I'd love to see a version for this where like Gordon goes down for like terrorism for like blowing up the bridge. <laughs> yeah, and- <laughs> Batman's just like because he is just know. a man. He I, is not a symbol. I don't know what happened. Just, it gets out of the Batmobile like holy shit, Jim Gordon's Batman. He's like whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. <laughs> that kind of would be great. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yes, and then um, Rachel Ghoul explodes. Uh, he, he crashes in the train, then explodes, so we'll never see him again. But it was an off-screen death, so he might still be alive. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> if, 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 if it was Rachel Ghoul in the comics, dead. Uh, I'm sorry, not dead, obviously, because like, he just comes back all the time. But uh, this, this version, dead, which I'm yep. fine with. Yes. That'd be a weird... Uh, I don't they know. could just go put him in a Lazarus pit and... Yeah, but we don't have those here in, in this universe. Oh, in, sure. Lazarus is just a brand of bottled water in this universe, probably. <laughs> uh, and um, the movie, and I think that's the end. Like he, pretty he's much. Building, he was building Wayne Manor, and um, yep. Rachel says they can't be together because he's Batman. But smart one day, woman. When really she, smart. When he's not Very Batman, smart. Mm. Maybe they can be. She said, but Bruce, think- we can't be together. I'm Maggie Gyllenhaal, and you're Jake Gyllenhaal. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is incest. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Do you have any more? What that's- was the fun fact that made you sad, or that you didn't like? Um, uh, I think it, uh, I was just annoyed that Christian Bale lost his voice three times, and he just insisted oh. on doing the voice after that. Otherwise, I think that's everything. Wow. Well, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, well done, Nick. It's a good report. Well done. Thanks, guys. Now now I have to follow that next week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to follow both of you, so. Yeah, no pressure on you, so. Mm. I finish off the 101. No no pressure for movie 101. Um, So, I guess this is the moment where I ask James what his thoughts are and if he'd watch it again. Well,. I don't know why I'm picking on you mm. first every week, but today. <laughs> that's, that's that's quite fine. Hmm, I don't know. what. No, of course I'd watch it again. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, the, um, I always love an origin story for these big kind of, well, in this case, a trilogy sort of thing. Um, and in this case, it's rare enough that even though I love this film, it's my least favourite of the three. Um, despite being the origin story, which is often usually I find the best. Um, however, I do still really enjoy it. Um, the yeah, the the only thing that I could take away from it would be the the fight scenes with all the quick cuts um, leave a lot to be desired. But that 
is something that we will uh, talk about with in contrast it to the next two improve. weeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, the more than Christian Bale or um, or Nolan or anything, I think that all of these movies are carried by Hans Zimmer. Um, the score is just yeah phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, I would absolutely watch it again. Yay! Um, cat. Yeah, I would watch this again, hundred percent. I just, it's just one of those movies that you can come back to time and time again and still enjoy it. And I, I, I don't know. I think it's so good too because, like James said, it's not the best of the trilogy, but it's so good anyway. Yeah, I'd watch it again. Nick, this beast. I've seen any of these for quite a while. And I think like, I don't know. I never really thought much of Batman begins, but it sort of like refreshed my interest in the series. I I never Mm. realized how well this tells like Batman's origin and how, I know how it just sort of nails everything about him. I think the builds character depth. Yeah. Really well. Really well. Everyone. I think the biggest like, pro of this is that it's a Batman story and he's not over like outshone by the villains, which mm. we will mm. get into. It's, <laughs> it's sort of a problem in every other movie of his really. Uh, and I I agree with one of them. We'll find out next week for more thoughts. Well <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm probably gonna split the room next week. But um yeah th- this is much better than I thought it was, and it could very possibly be my favourite of the series. Oh, oh wow! Scary. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Nick hate these movies. Um, no. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Um, I would definitely watch it again. I think every like year or two, I definitely I rewatch them. They're just good. <clears throat> um, I've been looking forward to watching this. For ages, no, I have like since we started doing this, I have probably seen. This would be the second time I've watched it since we started. <laughs> so like, I am, you know, keen. To... Yeah, I watched the whole trilogy like halfway through. Yes, yeah. so I'm, I'm I'm keen for the next two weeks to continue watching and to give a report. But yeah, hundred percent would would watch this again. Sweet. Nice. You can add a yes to all of your columns for us, James. <laughs> I will. Keeping your list. Um, so, Kat, what happens next? Next, we have a little chat about what we've been watching and what we're excited for, like things that are upcoming, any movie trailers, that kind of thing. And because Nick reported, he gets to go first oh, this week. Okay, well, I've just been like smashing through Chuck all week, so I don't really have anything new I've watched. Where are you up to? Uh, season two, somewhere in between. I don't know the the third disc in the in the season. <laughs> the third well, have you, disc. Have, oh, that's right, because you bought a DVD player. I did. Have you had the Have you had the episode where the there's the host the hostage situation? With, wow! Spoiler um, alert. Jill. Uh, no, after Jill with the at the Bymore. Okay, no, never no, mind. You're not up to that yet. I'll talk about talk next week. You're probably just before it. Okay. No, now he's confused and um, looking forward to it. I did watch the trailer for Hawkeye, though. Yes! Oh, we me got too. another trailer for a Marvel thing. Yeah, and it just... they. 
I don't know. The the trailers don't really get me excited anymore because I'm just. Like, I was excited for by that trailer. It looks fun and Christmassy. I wasn't excited. It looks fun, but I I wouldn't say excited. I'm just like the, the, it's just sort of a thing that is happening now. Like every couple weeks, a new thing gets promoted, and we can't see the also, movies because we're in lockdown. It kind of mm-hmm. like the trailer kind of sells it like this is a cool Chris like Hawkeye Christmas movie. Mm. Whereas like it's eight episodes. Yeah, so it's going to be coming out, like, after Christmas. Well, it's, I think it comes out in November, so it'll be lead up to... Oh, uh, right. I think it's November 24. Right. So Christmas will probably be, like, episode, like, five-ish. Maybe, for, like, halfway through will be Christmas. Is it eight episodes? Mm. Yeah. Ugh. So that's what I'm like, is it going to drag? I reckon maybe. I don't know. Whereas, like, if this was a movie, like, a cool Christmas fun movie, it could be a lot better. It looks like something that should be a movie. I couldn't imagine them yeah. squeezing... Eight episodes of Hawkeye. So I mean, out. like a cool, like cri- like a Christmas Hawkeye movie, like what this trailer portrays it as. Yeah, could be. I sick. thought it was a movie yeah, no, until you yeah. just said it was a TV it is. series. Eight yeah. episodes. I am looking forward to seeing a character that can get hurt, though. Yeah, I think that was my. Yeah. I, I think that was sort of my problem with Black Widow, like just why I wasn't really invested, just because like they're in cars that explode all the time and jet engines are blowing up in their faces and like because there is like a genuine chance from this that hawkeye could be dead at the end of this series i like the idea that he could just like walk down some stairs wrong and fuck up his knee like yeah like like, in the way that like it's going like he could genuinely be killed off in this series like yeah i don't don't think he will but i I like the idea that it's possible like yeah i think it's way more Mm -hmm. endearing to see Haley steinfeld fall through like a glass ceiling and go oh like fuck on the ground and like have some danger and not just you know there's two characters that genuinely be hurt at any second yeah if she was skydiving off a secret military base in the sky and like Having landmines run over a car she was in, or if I just feel like uh, fire one of your grappling hook arrows and you grab your bow wrong, you snap your wrist and you're never firing another arrow again. And then you're no longer a Hawkeye. You're just a cripple. <laughs> you're just yeah, a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah, but anything um, else? Have you got anything else, Nick? Not really. I don't know if anything else is really grasped me the last week. Um, James, go with you next. Okay. Well, for the first time in a long time, I've watched something that was released in the last three months. Oh, oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, I watched the whole of um, How to Become a Dict. Sorry, How to Become a Tyrant on Netflix. Oh, I watched that. Yeah. Um, which, for anyone who doesn't know, is a documentary series about Hitler, Stalin, uh, Saddam Hussein, and a bunch of different. Um, Tyrants of history, um, narrated mm. by Peter Dinklage, and it's done in a way where Dinklage, yeah, um, and it's done in a way where it's like it's doing it as like it's giving you the playbook. This is how you control a population and seize power and like stop your enemies yeah. from overthrowing you and that sort of thing. So it's like it's a little funny and very interesting, especially where um, ones like Idi Amin, who was the who was a dictator in Uganda, and um, and the Kims in North Korea. Actually, I didn't know a lot about. Um, so it was yeah, really interesting. It's only six episodes. They're like, oh, I think they were like forty ish minutes um, each one. Yeah. But um, it's a good. It's They're good very time. engaging. Yeah, yeah. It's it goes very quickly. The whatever the length of time mm-hmm. is. 
But yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed it. And that's about it for me this week. Cat. Mm. Oh. Oh, it must be my turn if two of you are saying it. Um, what have I watched? Um, oh, so I watched with my roommate because I wouldn't, um, usually watch this because I'm not really into like fluffy romantic movies. Um, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, which was okay. I probably wouldn't watch it again though. And I can tell you're also interested because you're looking at me with rapture. I'm looking at you, Kat. You I just can't, can't see, James, see it. But... I'm writing it down yeah. so I remember to include it in the description. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> yeah, I was writing it um, down. I also started a new series on Netflix called Squid Game, which is Korean. And it Do people is... eat squids? No. Oh. So it's like a group of people who are in severe debt and have no way of getting out, have the opportunity to go and play this game. But they aren't told that, like, if they don't follow the instructions or they don't, like, finish the game, they get more they debt. die. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. It's actually really interesting. Thought... The first episode's really right. good. I thought you were saying, like, it was a and genuine, like, just like they... a game show. But, like, no, it's obviously, like, no. okay. I was like, what the fuck? They die? No, it's a series. Okay. I was like, it's you a can't series. Do that. Sorry. <laughs> And it's and like if they make it through, they win a bunch of money. I'm only up to the second episode, but I think I'll keep going because I think there's only like six or eight. Um, but yeah, it's really good. And I also started last night Collateral with Carrie Mulligan um, starring. It's a British just like crime series, and it's also got Billy Piper in it. Jacob. Yeah, I've I've heard of it. I haven't watched it, but I have. It's really good. Yeah. The first episode was really really good. Um, but I'm just waiting for it to kind of like get to where it's going, if that makes sense. Like get to where the story is like, oh, okay, this is what they need to investigate. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been watching. Oh, and Nine Perfect Strangers, been watching that each week as it comes out. Um, I think we're up to the last, um, episode. This, it would have just been released. Um, when this comes out, so I'll have more thoughts on it next week. Excuse me. Yay. And that's me. All right. Well, um, my turn, I guess. Um, I have watched six of the eight episodes of Sex Education Series 3 that came out. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's, it's, it has been pretty funny so far. Um, <clears throat> some of it's very confronting. There's a lot of, you know, obviously... <laughs> Just some of the way some of the shots are done, it's just like, whoa, okay, you're meant to be teenagers, but obviously all the actors are, like, our age. Um, yeah. So I've been watching that and reading comics in preparation for my report next week. Oh, already prepping. Yep. I, so I wonder what it could tomorrow. be on. Yeah, I wonder what <laughs> we're talking about next week. Um, Superman Returns. <laughs> Yes. A worthy, a worthy thing on the list. That's why I was talking about the start. It was a setup. Yes. Superman will be mentioned next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing and just working all the time and trying not to get COVID. Good idea. So fair. Yeah. Smart boy. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Sex Education Season 3. It's fucking good stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. All right. Amazing. Um, so... Where can people reach us, Kat? 
You can email us at watchitagainpod at gmail.com. Um, you can send us a message on Instagram or Facebook at Watch It Again Podcast. Um, you can leave us a review. You can give us a five-star rating on wherever you're listening to us on. We're on all the sites, I think. I'm not in charge of that. Jacob is, so I'm just assuming Hi. we're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> Shit. Um, I, was, I was reading through our emails and we had one from Amazon, but it was just, it was really boring. Just automated stuff. Oh. Yeah. It was just, just... Like a, every week sometimes I'll look at in, Instagram, the posts we make, and I'll see, oh, there was a comment, and then it's promote this on our, on our spam page. It's like, no. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> And like a thousand, like six thousand emails from some podcasting site that we're on, and they send me an email every day. And wow. I'm just oh, not a fan. Unsubscribe. I can't. It's not an option. It's just, I fucking Gosh. hate it. I should never put our podcast on there. Anyway, um, <laughs> regrets. Uh, otherwise, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a you know obvious Batman movie as. You've probably figured out by now. Um, as always, I am your host, Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And I'm James. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye. 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 Always sunny sucks. Fuck you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs>